Welcome to the Life Cycle Lady Podcast, the place to be to talk about all that we wonder, whisper, and wish we knew about our bodies, hormones, and life cycle changes. I'm your host, Julie Hughes. Please join me as I take the stigma out, stop the whisper, and speak out loud. Hi everyone, and welcome back. I hope this podcast finds you safe and well. Um, today I'm going to be talking actually about the establishing more rhythm and connecting to ritual in kind of these times of chaos that we're experiencing. Um, so if you're a long listening listener, um, this maybe seem a little bit of a direction shift for me. Um, maybe actually the few last few episodes have been. Um, Because normally I talk about hormones and periods and things like that. Um, So before we really get into this episode, I I actually have a bit of a confession to make. So when I first started this work, um, when you're doing kind of business work, you use kind of the pain point, right? The thing that, that people talk a lot about. So my pain point is women talk a lot about hormones and how they have hormone issues and how it affects them, you know, in their periods and how it affects them in perimenopause and um, all of these sorts of things, right? The symptoms are the pain point, right? Because most women, unfortunately, don't always want to know about what's going on in their bodies before their bodies start yelling at them, right? So that's kind of how I capture how women find me. But the reality of what I actually do is I help women and I help families connect with life's natural rhythms, connect with the natural rhythms of your own body as a way to heal and balance, as a way to step into greater health and greater balance, not only just in your hormones, but in your mind, your body, and your spirit, right? To connect more. So I don't, I think I'm probably now, given what's going on, I'm going to step more into that language because that is what I do, right? I've, I've been skeptical maybe that people will buy that narrative because the narrative that is sold is that we need a pill, we need a test, and we need a treatment for our hormonal imbalances, right? For what ails us. And for some people, that can be true. But for the vast majority, that's not really true. What actually is true and what I find over and over again is understanding ourselves and connecting to our bodies and connecting to these rhythms um, and then creating small shifts in our lives to live more in alignment with that is what's going to shift it all. And so given the current um, state of the world with this big virus that's going on, Uh, I can't find a better time to kind of step more into what's really in my heart and to share this sort of language with people just more outright, right? Stop using this pain point of hormones and just really using my main mission of connecting with your body, connecting with the earth and its cycles, and connecting with um, your own body cycles as a way to live life in greater balance of health and wellness, just full stop, right? Just full stop. So 
in this episode, I am going to talk about finding rhythm right now. In this time of chaos, I'm going to talk about finding rhythm with your family and just finding a new way of existing in this current time. Um, so for most of us, we're fish out of water, right? Our, we don't have any rhythm right now. We have just kind of chaos, right? And so hopefully, maybe you're starting to find a little bit of rhythm. For me, my rhythm has been changing week to week, right? But, that, but what I know is that rhythm calms our nervous systems. It helps us feel that the world is safe. When we can't control what's going on outside, we can't control this virus, we can't control the weather, we can't control whether or not we have jobs right now, we can't control... We can't control, we can't control. We cannot, at the same time, we can control so much more than we realize. We can feel so much more powerful and less fearful and anxiety, and anxiety than we realize. And so this episode is, is my gift to act as a bit of a guide to establish some more rhythm in your life or whatever that way that looks like for you. So I'm not going to just come out and say, this is what you should do with your kids. This is what you should do with your life. Because everyone's is going to look differently right now. Um, and it always looks differently, right? But sometimes we just need someone to give us a little bit of a permission or a perspective shift to look at things in a different way. So I'm a big fan of something called strategic questioning. So I'm just gonna ask a bunch of questions to get people just kind of thinking about what could this new way of being look like for you, right? Because I've seen on social media how overwhelmed many of you are. Um, I've seen a lot of folks in my community are working from home. Maybe both parents are working from home and also kids are home now. Or I have a lot of single parent friends and now kids are home at all the time and you're trying to figure out how to work and be a good parent and what that looks like right now. I've seen a lot of single parents who still have to go out and work and how are they going to take care of their their um, kids. I get, I get all of that, right? Um, I see a lot of you already starting to burn out and lose your minds and just being really consumed by fear and anxiety. I see a lot of that. And none of this is wrong or bad. In fact, to me, it seems like a really natural response to a lot of grieving that our population is going through, right? There's a lot of grief for what was. There's a lot of grief for a loss of life, of how sad this is for so many people, not just physically, but also mentally and emotionally. And so um, this... The podcast is just really to ask you to simmer on what can be created, right? What this new way of life can look like, um, and then what it could look like even going forward as we move out of this time and into what I, I think will probably still be quite chaotic times after this, uh, we're all let out and this virus is gone. There, I have a feeling there will still be quite a lot of chaos going on in the world. Um in lots of different ways, right? So, so again, like I don't have all the answers here and it's gonna look very different from you to me, um, but I'm my hope is that this episode offers you a, a downshift or a down regulation in your nervous system 
that brings you back into the present moment, that inspires some sort of curiosity and hope, um, and that good things can really come out of this, right? So I'm not trying to be all Pollyanna, um, right? So my own circumstances right now are that, uh, you know, my husband and I are both, uh, we both own our own businesses. Um, we both have two jobs, and both of us, our entire income basically is gone, right? We both work with people, we both do groups of people, and neither of us can do those things right now, right? We don't have a whole lot of savings we can get ourselves by for maybe a month, um, if that, right? And so out of that could and has come a lot of fear, a lot of grieving, um, a lot, just a lot of emotions, right? And so we can, we could choose to get stuck in that. And there are, have been a day, day or two that I did get stuck in that. And all of the thinking of the forward future. And then there was a returning to the present moment and the pause and beauty that we find ourselves in with our four children at home and us both at home. And what we can create right now, what we have control over right now and how we can show up for our kids and our families and create something for the world, give back, serve in whatever way we can right now in this space, right? So everyone's is going to look different again, but this is, my hope again is that we just keep coming back to this place of down regulation and being in the moment because you cannot and I cannot control anything right now except for what you can control. I can control how I show up in this moment. I can control my family's rhythm right now to help my kids feel as safe and secure and happy and joyful. Man, they're pretty joyful right now, actually. It's like nothing's going on for them. They, they, are, they happen to be, some of my children are introverts, so this is like heaven to them that they don't get to have to go to school and that they get mom and dad in separate ways all throughout the day and that we're having family dinners. My husband normally works all night and I work during the day and we have had a family dinner every day for nine days now and it has been amazing, right? And so finding those little silver linings as well as honoring where you're at, right? Taking that time, grief comes in phases. Um, and so taking that time and not pushing it away, not pushing the fear away, not pushing any of it away, but really just, one of the things someone said to me was let, letting the fear or anxiety like be on a shelf and you get to look at it. So when I journal, I get to see it for what it is, and then I get to realize that it is not in me, that I am way more powerful than that fear. So it gets to be like a part of me, but not in the driver's seat, right? And so it's like, it's one of the things I was writing about today is like having having a kid, but having really, really good boundaries, right? And so your kid sometimes is going to act out, and in my, in my view, those emotions and things should be expressed, but they can't just be like thrown all over everyone all of the time, right? And so allowing those those emotions to be there, but not allowing them to control the situation. So allowing them to be in the back seat, right? Giving them love, seeing them, not ignoring them, but not letting them take control. 
How I do that is through journaling and coming back to the present moment. And actually, this might be a good time to say that one of the offerings that I'm going to be doing right now is called Seven Days of Yin. It is a free seven days where I'm going to be sharing seven different small techniques. Um, it is going to be live. However, if you're not allowed, if you're not able to like make it live, it will be in a special page for you to come and visit. Um, and it's going to be 15 to 20 minutes of an activity to kind of downregulate that nervous system, ways to get back in touch and connected with yourself um, through either some meditation, some prayers, some journaling activities, just really some things that I use with clients as well as myself too, and probably things I'm just going to make up in the moment because that's just the way I work. Um, to really shift down, so it's a it's a free pro it's a free seven days, and you can go to my website thelifecyclelady.com, look up at the top and sign up. Again, it's free and share with people because the hope is that we're live and that we're gonna gather and share space. I've been doing lots of these things where you're live sharing space with others, and I've been finding them so helpful despite the despite my idea that being online with people weren't wasn't going to be useful. I have been finding them incredibly useful. So, you know, 13 minutes in, let's actually get to what this episode's about. Um, hopefully you found some of what that was helpful. So, I have to say, first of all, for establishing a rhythm right now, that it doesn't have to look traditional. Like, scrap the traditional, right? Everything is scrapped right now anyway, so just scrap it. If you're used to working 9 to 5 and you're able to not work 9 to 5, then don't. Do it in different ways in different stages throughout the day. You probably have a time where your brain works better than others, right? You can get so much work done in shorter amount of times. If you take breaks, if you take walks, if you laugh and play with your kids, if you get up and stretch, if you do some meditation, you pray, do whatever it looks like for you, you need it. It's going to help you do more work. It's going to help you feel, if you're homeschooling, it's going to help you feel way more grounded with your kids and find some joyful moments rather than pulling your hair out. Right? If you ever look at all the high-performing people in the world, right? these people that get a ton done and are just really like extroverted, out there, thought leaders in the world, right? all of these people, they do things differently than the most of us. They create their own rhythm, and right now we all have the opportunity to step into that, or many of us have the opportunity to step into that. Right? I also want to honor the people that are working in the grocery stores and the nurses and the doctors and all of those people. I want to honor that. That they're giving their time, energy, and sometimes lives to do what needs to be done right now. So I have to honor that. And I have to say for the rest of us, the vast majority of us that are just hold up at home, we get to create something new. Right? You get to care for yourself more and do less and step into a rhythm that will allow you to work less and accomplish more. In fact, I don't actually understand why we're trying to still engage in the systems that are closed down. And for the most of us, it wasn't working for us anyways, right? 
I work with a lot of women and the vast majority of them tell me that it wasn't working for them, right? They were feeling overwhelmed. They were feeling like the go, go, go culture wasn't working. Their bodies come and speak of illness. And now life is giving us the opportunity to shop, to shift and to pause. And so what would that look like if you created what worked for you personally, given what you have? What could this new rhythm look like for you where you're able to accept the pause that you've been given and create something in that? And so this, this idea of accepting the pause, another thing I often see in women is, and really culturally, is that we don't accept this pause, right? That the pause is worthless. That the go, go, go is valuable and that the stopping is where we find more anxiety, where we find more fear, where we find more discomfort because we're so used to never slowing down that under the surface, there's all of this stuff for us to deal with, right? And so right now, because we're slower, we have to start dealing with it, right? And so this is one of the gifts that I have is the dealing with what's under the surface, right? It doesn't always feel great. It doesn't always feel comfortable. In fact, I don't think it's supposed to, but it is where a lot of growth and a lot of joy can actually be created from actually seeing what's underneath and allowing ourselves to go into that pause, to dig into what's under and to kind of uncover the gold, right? And so again, if you're in that, if you don't enjoy pause, if pause is very hard for you, if you find yourself more anxious when you lay down and you just want to get up, like your body can't just take that, I again, I encourage you to take that seven days of yin. It starts on the 30th of March. So for those of you with children right now, they need some rhythm, right? If they have rhythm, there's going to be a heck of a lot less tantrums, way more peace and ease in the house. And it does not mean that you have to micromanage their day because they're also going to need space just like you. But they do need rhythm, right? My teenagers need rhythm as well as my toddler and everybody in between. There's like the first thing I did was establish some rhythm in this house, right? And my teens fought, actually fought me at the beginning, and then they really stepped into it, right? And they're like, oh yeah, this, you're right, <laughs> right? Because there's there's such a thing of like going crazy with too much space around them, right? So there's kind of a little bit more balance, and we're continually finding that balance. So here are some questions for you to spark the creation of your own rhythm. So what if you created a schedule that was more in alignment with your values? If you haven't written them down, what actually are your values? If you've never created like a family value statement, now would be an awesome time to do that, right? What is your family's values? And then what is your personal values? Those things that give you joy, those things that help you feel balanced and centered, those things that you value. Because most of the time, I find that many people, especially those with kind of disease in their body, and I'm not talking about the virus, I'm just talking about in general, right, some hormonal upset. It's because we're, one of the reasons is we're not living in line with our values. We have a whole lot of shoulds. We have a whole lot of I have tos. And we have a whole lot of reasons why we have to and we should. 
But the vast majority of the time, those don't fall in line with the values, either your family values or your personal values. So now is an awesome time to create those if you haven't, and to start tweaking little ways where you can start to live more alignment in your values. So life can become more joyful, right? So do you value your body? Do you value, is you one of your main values your family? What are your main values, right? Do you value peace? If you value peace and calm, if those are your words, what do you do in life to create peace and calm? Like how can you, if that is one of your most top three important things, then that should be one of the top more three important things that you establish in your rhythm, right? Because a lot of us have a lot of time right now, like a lot more time than normal, right? Just less driving, driving all the time, all places. So get really clear on your value and start creating small shifts that live more in line with your value. If you value your body, if you value peace and calm, that is really something you value and want to embody. What can you do for 15 or 20 minutes that steps into that, really creates that? Or maybe it's an hour. What does that look like for you right now? What would it look like if you let this time be more joyful and ease-filled and less stressful? Not judging your stress, right? I get the stress. Remember, no money here. <laughs> Wondering what's going to happen. There's a little bit of stress around that. But what would it look like if you let it be more joyful and easeful and less stressful? Like the other reality still exists, but also this can exist at the same time. What does that look like? How can you create that in your day? Like, really sit with that. Do some journaling on it. What does that really look like? And again, for everyone, it's going to be different. For me, the joyfulness is coming in like actually getting down on the damn floor and playing with my kids more often, my little people. Being silly giraffes. We did giraffes for school today. We talked about savannas and grasslands and wetlands in the four hours that I was with my kids. And we played like we pretended like we were giraffes and then we you know, did some art for giraffes, and it was all about the giraffe for the day, right? And it was so joyful to watch their little faces. It was so not stressful. And then I tag teamed, and my husband did his thing, and I and I am doing my thing. I'm doing this podcast now, right? I was joyful. It's really easeful in my in my house right now. What can that look like for your house? Just little ways. If you're one of those people that are out there, you're a nurse, you're out there on the lines, how can you still bring a little bit more in? What would it look like if you use the entire day to create your rhythm Not and getting out of that traditional time box? Would you sleep longer? Would you focus on math and reading for your kids? Or what else would you do? Would you eat at different times, like when you're actually hungry? Would you spend more time on food, right? Maybe that's a value. What would it look like if you use that entire day to create your rhythm? The entire day. What if you enlisted your kids to help more? Like help and being more community within the house. Maybe they have their chores, but maybe it's just a few chores because you're normally go, go, going. So what if you had them cooking? 
What if you had them doing more of the dishes? What if you had them like just doing more around the house so you could find even more pockets of time, right? So that you became more of a family unit, a family community. What? Because kids need to know these things anyways, right? They need to know how to cook and do their laundry and all the things. And even little people like my seven-year-old can do his own laundry. We need to give them more credit and teach them and then let go of how it looks and how we wish it could look, right? What if you allowed yourself to step into the pause more? How can that actually be part of the healing of this time? The healing for your individual life, the healing for your, I don't know, your hormones, the healing for your mental health. What, if, what does it look like if you allow yourself to step more into that pause? What does it look like in your daily rhythm? What if you turned off your phone and social media and instead called your friends, did FaceTimes, did Zoom calls, wrote letters, and other ways of connecting without scrolling and nervous system like heightening, right? Because I don't know about you, but I actually don't know many people that scrolling their Facebook feed, especially right now, is going to get make them happy, right? So what if you actually reached out to the people that you love or maybe even haven't talked to and actually just called them and connected over things right now, right? My little kids, they wrote for school the other day, they wrote letters to their friends and sent them in the mail. They were so excited to do this, right? What if getting less done right now was actually the medicine, right? Stepping into that slow rather than go, 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 and finding that you probably still just get as much done just as an experiment, just as curiosity, right? How can we take this time we have, create some rhythm to make some sort of stability for yourself? But use the whole tea and be really creative with it. Be really stepping into our values and really finding community and fun and connection in it. And still allowing the time for the stress and the grief that comes, but not allowing it to kind of take over our bodies, calling our power back. Right? So when you see it going away, maybe you are scrolling, maybe you are engaging, maybe you are numbing. Right? If you haven't checked out my podcast on the stress cycle, I highly recommend it because one way of knowing you're in a stress response stuckness is actually scrolling. A repetitive activity like scrolling. Right? And I have found myself there this week. And how do you get out of it? So check out that podcast as well. But what could this look like for you right now? Because so many of us, again, are focusing on that fear and the anxiety and all of those things. I get the grief. I get the fear. I get the anxiety. I do. And I'm asking us all to step into more lightness in our beings now, right? To find some more joy because it's there. We're just kind of, I have been, I should speak for myself. I I was ignoring it for a bit. I was ignoring the spaces that I could find it. So I'm asking you, where can you find it? Where can you allow it to be? And how can you create rhythm based on these values and what you need to do, what you have to do, right? 
and looking even, are those needs and have tos and supposed tos, do they really have to need to supposed to, right? I could put a thousand things on my to-do list for the day, but instead, when I really got quiet and tapped in, it was this podcast and reaching out to my community, right? That's what it is. And being with my family. And so that's what I'm doing today. And I only have control over that today, right? That's all I have control over. So I hope this has been helpful. I know life is going to still change and we'll have to find some new amongst the new. (laughs) And if you have any comments, please reach out down below. If you have anything to share about what you and your family are doing, comment down below. And go and check out the the 7 Days of Yin sign up. It is free. I do need you to sign up just so you can get access to that free space where you, if you're not able to be live, um, and pass it along to friends. I'd like to get a whole bunch of people online together just because I've been doing those things and it's a lot of fun when we all come together. Even if we're going into an internal space, um, sharing a little word or something afterwards. You don't have to have cameras or anything on you if you don't want to. All right, everyone. Until next time. Um, Thank you for joining me, and I'll see you again soon. Bye.